0: The florist world is filled with big-budget, Instagram-worthy moments, leaving so many florists feeling inadequate or discouraged because this isn't the type of work that they're attracting. But the bigger issue I see florists struggle with is being overwhelmed and exhausted, and frankly, counting down the days till the end of wedding season. If you are struggling keeping up with the day-to-day details of your business, like proposals, ordering product, client meetings, and then getting this week's wedding done, all while trying to balance kids, a day job, self-care, and whatever else gets thrown your way. I'm Jenny Beck, and I am going to help you feel so much lighter in your business. I believe that today you can start to change your business and your life, and I'm here to help. I used to struggle with pricing. Everyone needed a deal because I felt like that was the path of growing my business. But in the end, I was needing to do more and more weddings and my calendar filled up with uninspiring work. I came to a point I couldn't do it anymore. Through coaching, courses, masterminds, and a lot of self-work, that has all changed. I feel creatively inspired, have the resources to work on my business and not constantly in my business, all while making impactful money, being a more present mom, and feeling balance in my life and business. Whether this is your side hustle, your mom hustle, or your everyday hustle, this podcast is the place for all the juicy details of creating a business you adore. Flower Friend, my name is Jen, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, Flower Friends. This is Jen, and you are listening to the Floral Hustle Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how niching down has literally skyrocketed my business. And... Last year alone, for my particular niche, um, which is cultural weddings, so Hindu weddings, Muslims weddings, um, Sikh weddings, you know, anything uh, Pakistani, Somali, uh, I primarily work with decorators. And with that, um, one decorator really in particular that I do a large amount of business with, but I've worked with about... I think I worked with seven decorators last year. So what is a decorator? You might be asking. A decorator is somebody that does pipe and drape. That's the, the drapes that go in the background. They do structures. Um, they, um, potentially have, you know, all the wood backdrop items that are, you know, larger grand scale structures to make an elaborate backdrop on a stage. They could also be. Um, ceremony structures like a mundup or a hupa or, you know, something like that. Um, those are people who are usually decorators. There's pretty much decorators for every culture. Uh, I know a Hmong decorator that does really, really well, um, working within the Hmong community. I know obviously, um, you know, Indian decorators. I know a lot of those. I know some. Uh, decorators that, uh, African cultures that they specialize in that, Somali cultures, uh, literally there's like a little sub niche for every one of those religions or, um, you know, just like geo, uh, cultures. So languages, um, because then that like whole ceremony is in like Hindi or, or something like that. So a decorator sometimes does wedding flower the actual floral portion of it but sometimes they work with like a force like me who specializes in it and specializing that in that is kind of it's been an a bulbing process over the years I did my first uh Hindu I think I believe it was a Hindu that was my first like Indian wedding and I did that 15 years ago and God, I think back to that wedding and oh, my goodness, just, I had hot pink sticks coming out of a tall glass vase with orchids on fishing lines coming out of each one of those things like that. The wedding, like in retrospect, was pretty bananas. And I didn't charge enough because stringing orchids is a very crazy process, but I got In the club. So like that was like my first step into the club. And I actually did 10 years later, I did her sister's wedding. So a lot of those communities also heavily go by word of mouth referrals. And so getting into that niche has really, because I'm, you know, this decorator knows me and will recommend me this family, you know, they're, they're very family friend-driven communities out there that just want to refer people and want people that they trust and know do a good job. Uh, And so capitalizing on that is something that has really helped because I'm great at, at building relationships. I'm great at keeping my promises. I'm great at selling myself, selling my business, selling that I'm an expert in my field. So I position myself as an expert in cultural weddings. I have that as content in my social media strategy to help put it out there and speak to that this is something that I'm an expert in. So how did that all happen? I did my first wedding and I loved it. I also at that wedding made, um, in the middle, there a Hindu wedding or a lot of South Asian weddings will have multiple events. So they'll have either, depending on where in um, India, like a a Sangeet is the party before the wedding where there's a lot of dancing and it's very colorful. That's a a very usually colorful reds, orange, hot pink, um, purples. And then they also, depending on um, the exact culture, will have like a Haldi, which is like where they're putting the turmeric on um, the bride and all these things. And then they have the ceremony and then they have a reception. I've done a lot that they're the same day and we're doing the ceremony in the early morning, like at 10 a.m., which then I'm either setting up the Mundup flowers the night before or I am doing them um, really early in the morning. I've showed up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning to start setting up flowers for one of these that has a ceremony at 10 a.m. And a lot of time at these events, um, they have a thing called a barat, which the barat is like bringing the groom in and it's a big celebration. And that starts earlier. So a lot of things need to be done because when the barat ends, they're kind of trickling into the ceremony. So... There's a lot of timing and a lot of details that definitely accompany these weddings, but I got into it because they are fun. They are inspiring. They always seem to want to outdo each other. They're always something really out of the box that is fun and different. And there always is like some fun twist that they're trying to make on their wedding to make it different, especially if a lot of um, people in a certain friend group are getting married that year. And I became kind of immersed in the culture, immersed and uh, immersed in just like all things understanding the mechanics, because the mechanics are probably one of the hardest things to understand and how to be profitable, how to execute these type of weddings, because they're often on pipe and drape. Which putting a phone cage or some or even chicken wire, you can you know deal with like the structure is turning, bending when you get a lot of weight on it. So things have evolved, and that's one great thing about working with a specific decorator or specific person. And you, I'm saying decorator, but you could be working with a cultural wedding planner. We also have cultural wedding planners in town that specialize in these type of weddings because there are so many details that are just crazy to keep track of, that that's their jam and they understand it and they understand all the questions to ask. Um, They understand, you know, like the dynamic behind them. And so you could be working with a decorator, you could be working with a, and I'm just talking about my niche of cultural weddings, but this could apply to a lot of different things. So I got immersed in it. I started working with my friend, Noor, who I've talked about, who I absolutely adore and love, not only as um, a business owner, but like as a person, her and I just are are really, I, I mean, she's one of my best friends. And we talk sometimes like at midnight because we both are late night um, people and we just, we like love interacting with each other. So like, when you love interacting with someone and when you love someone so much that you're working with, it, like I, I would talk to her at three in the morning if she needed to talk at three in the morning, because like, I just want to support her and we want to support each other. And so you can find that relationship. Like I have found an amazing relationship with her. There's another decorator who I absolutely love. Her name is Arena. And I, I mean, I love, she's totally different than Nor. In just this really kind of fun, eclectic. She's very like eco. I had to do my first foam free Munda up with her because that's important to her. Sustainability is important to her. And she's like always trying to make the world a better place. So I'd love to be in her space for that as well. And then there's another decorator that I work with. He's just like, he was the first, you know, um, person I did a mund up with and like just kind of a funny, um, you know, good, just very agreeable, like just as okay with how his business is. Um, but it is, i generally just a good person as well and likes working with me, likes the price point. There's a couple other florists in town that are substantially higher uh, based on their service fees um, because they're paying for a big building that I don't need, I'm not paying for. They're paying for a huge elaborate employee staff that I don't have, so I just i don't need nor want to charge as much because I want to I want to create things that I want to create and be fair about the pricing, but still make money and I still do make money then um there's a couple other decorators that that like have seen my work and then have reached out to me as well so it, I've built this you know name that this is my jam, and I've even had people like that other florists have asked them about this and they're referring them to me because it's just they feels out of their wheelhouse. So how could you get into this type of niche? And the first thing is like, you you need to do one. You need to know you like it. You need to know you love it. You need to know that um, it speaks to your heart from a, a business fundamental and it's just not a financial thing because often these weddings are bigger. But things that you could niche into You could niche into Jewish weddings. You could Indian weddings, like I I mentioned. Um, if you have a heritage that speaks to like doing weddings in your heritage, like that would be a huge thing because you're on a common ground already because of that. But there's other niches that you could totally dig into. Uh, you could be in the barn wedding niche and that could be your jam. You could be in the, um, sustainability niche. That you are focusing on sustainable practices in your business, uh, your business, and that is speaking to a certain client. So if somebody is wanting a green or sustainable wedding, they're going to reach out to you because that is your jam. That is your expertise. And you have built things in place to support that. You could also be in a country club, a hotel weddings, a, um, I mean even your style could be a niche that you are light and airy in your style or you are more you know roundy moundy more conventional um traditional um you know that is also a style you could be a niche of budget brides you could be a niche of high end brides the the level of possibilities is endless and you define That whole perspective in your business. If you want to niche into working with corporate events, if you want to niche into doing corporate installs, if you want to niche into doing installs, period, as a sub niche that I am, there is a florist in town here that installations are her jam. And she, uh, does amazing, like next level installs that are, I mean, really, some of them aren't my speed, but some of them are very interesting. And like she that must just love feeding into her creativity and thinking out of the box ideas for events. And she's pricing that creativity accordingly because she's got a full staff. She's got a studio. And you're never too young in your business to have a niche because this girl has been a florist in her own business, I think, for three or four years. And she is killing it with. $50,000 weddings with $35,000 installs in that wedding. So you can always create your own definition of success and definition of what's going to make you happy. And that is part, your niche could be part of that. I think my niche out of my, my business was like 275 last year. My niche, I think, was over 150 of that between all the different decorators and things that I work with. So that's pretty substantial. And that could be you. You could do the same thing. You could fully like embrace something that you're loving. Um, one of your niches could be workshops. I have a flower friend that she just rocks doing workshops in her studio. And I think she really loves doing it because I can see the excitement. And I'm so proud of her for for growing something that is important to her and that she loves and that speaks to her because that's why we're doing this. We love flowers, but we should love ourselves too and marry those two things together to live in fulfillment, to live in our purpose, to live in where we want to be at. And so many people are afraid because they think they need to do everything to be successful. And I am proof you do not need to do that. You can be successful and define your own success. And I am here, hopefully, nudging you along so that you can do that and make your your goals, your dreams, your your big-ass dreams. Like, for one, spend a little time dreaming. What are your big-ass dreams that you have in your life, and your business? And are you working toward them? If you're having a hard time, like really diving into that, my one-on-one coaching, my monthly coaching program, I feel like the progress that I've made with some of my clients and just like defining, like one of them, the situation didn't feel good. And they completely found, felt empowered enough to just say, fuck this, this is not me because you define you, not somebody else. And you define your success, not somebody else. Somebody else can help you along the way, of course. And we want that help in any way we can. But all right, flower friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I so appreciate you. I so love all of the DMs that I've been getting with the feedback. And if you want support, but you're like, hey, monthly coaching like that's, I'm just not there. Go join my Facebook group. I would love for people to be asking questions that I can help support them, giving me podcast episode ideas by questions that I'm getting, you know, asked in the group. I watch Facebook groups because I feel like people, you know, especially because you don't know all these people in the group, are asking questions that genuinely are are on their heart that they're trying to figure out. But like, I personally go in and answer the questions in our Facebook group. I will, you can have... mm, my energy on your problem. So go in and join the Floral Hustle Facebook group. There's, of course, a Facebook page, but we have an actual group that I am curating for florists only or somebody that's going to be starting a floral business or freelancing. So it's not like decorators and all these people who don't live in flowers. We're saving this space For like minded, badass people who are action taking, problem solving women that want to grow their business. So go join. I would love to see you there. I welcome you guys in every week. And if you have a question, I want to hear it. If you have a question you want to send me in a DM, I want to hear it because I want to support you. I love supporting you guys because I don't want you to feel alone like I did in the beginning of my floral journey because that was just, I know it doesn't need to be that way. So thank you so much flower friend and have an amazing flower filled week friend thank you so much for hanging out with me today if you found value or today's episode was helpful please head to your podcast player of choice and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every week of new episodes and while you're there please go and leave a review reviews are so important for getting this message out to all of our other flower friends Also, if you are wanting additional support, head on over to Facebook and join the Floral Hustle Facebook group, which is a place for like-minded floralpreneurs wanting a more aligned and more profitable floral business. Flower friend, have a fun-filled flower week.